0: I hate to whinge, but your queen has testicles.
1: Hello, welcome to I Hate to Whinge, the podcast. That was Louisa Panetta. Happens to have the same last name as me because, well, she happens to have the same dad as me. And mum. She's my sister. And she's a vet. And with her colleague, friend and housemate Annie Kadza on the phone. Today, we chat all things vet life. Seriously, it buzzes me out that my little sister saves things for a living, like actual things while I just talk all day. Uh, on the topics, we chat pet euthanasia, cat ladies, and, well, cat for JJs, although it took about five minutes for me to realise that's, in fact, what we were talking about. Hope you enjoy this edition of I Hate to Whinge, the podcast.
0: I hate to whinge, but your queen has testicles.
1: Okay. A queen. Is that literally what you call a female cat? It is. <laughs> I would never think of Queen Bee the same way again. <laughs> All right. Um, who wants to
0: tell the story about the, the queen having testicles? All right. So this is at my previous work. We had a vet nurse and um, she was adamant that she had a female cat and she was confused as to why it wasn't going into season. So she brought this female cat to be dissexed.
1: Well, it wasn't going into season. Is
0: that how you politely say
1: it wasn't bleeding all over the garden?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, cats probably don't bleed very much, but I mean, it's not showing the, the behavioural signs that a Do cat... cats get PMS? Oh, yeah, they do. What? I think they get horny. Isn't <laughs> <that> very horny? <boring? laughs> they start like coming off and like um, rubbing themselves up against you. And, Is like... that what it means when a cat comes and... No, not all the time, but like when they do come into season, they can be quite like vocal as well. <laughs> They're whingy. Yeah,
1: they, even they get, more whingy. They get hungry. <laughs> they demand cake and ice cream. <laughs> Alright, anyway, cat
0: cat wasn't being seasoned. Yeah, so she's like, oh well, if she's not gonna come to season, then you know, I might as well just a sex there. Um, so it wasn't me. I was not the vet that did it. Um so my other colleague goes ahead and, and cuts this cat open. Was that you, Annie? No. No, it wasn't Annie. No, no, <laughs> no. it wasn't. Um and um, there, so she's going in, having a look, can't find the ovaries, can't find the, the cervix. It's like, maybe the cat doesn't have any. And then they're like, well, maybe you should have a look and, and see if it does have testicles. Sure enough, it had testicles. The whole time. How old's the cat? Oh, it was like two or three years old. What did you do with it yeah. when you found him? Do you remove him anyway? Yeah, well, yeah, she wanted it to sex, so yeah. <laughs> so he, um, so I can't remember the cat's name. It was like Sam, then had to be called Sally. What
1: Sam is totally both girl and guy name. Yeah, but Sully's a little bit more girly. Okay. The cats ever really listen to their name well, anyway? This yeah, is true.
2: probably not. <laughs>
0: Completely true. Who are your
1: Who are your colleagues? Pardon? Who's
0: Who's
2: in the background?
0: <laughs> Two
2: nurses and the dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would just move it out here.
0: It's it's what our work's like it's never quiet. We work in a vet clinic. <laughs> really? Oh, there's on constant. The shit in the-
2: there's
0: a shit in the hole. <laughs> oh, no. What? Who it's did Poppy. that? Oh, no. What does that mean? Oh, what no. Um, And his dog, Poppy, had a bit of an accident. And what's the hole? Not in, the, in the hole.
1: Oh, in the hole. Not in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a really great game.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's really, really trying to go in a hole.
1: All right, so. <laughs> I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you tell what sex your cat is? Is it true like when we were kids and we'd go lift up their tail and look for a couple of holes?
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if they're old enough and big enough, they'll have massive testicles there too, so
0: <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean there's different shapes as well. Like the females have like a little would you agree, Annie, there's like a bit of a Y shape?
2: I think that's more rabbits.
0: Oh, well, I mean, they do look different, though. It, it does
2: look different, and you can um, you can push yeah. on the males and their penis yeah. should um, poke out. Yeah, yeah, extrude. That's the right word.
1: Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, would you uh, – you wouldn't recommend an everyday person to just go
2: start poking <laughs> cats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on how nice the cat is.
0: <laughs> you might lose some fingers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends how much they enjoy that kind
0: of thing. But I want
1: to know more now about the rabbits and the Y shape.
0: Well, females have a Y shape, kind of like it. If you look, if you look at their underneath their tail, what do you? Oh, I thought you meant
1: their body. You know how we have an hourglass shape? You're like, if you just lift the rabbit up, it's kind of like a Y. (laughs) You know how if you're a doctor of people? No, Mm. we don't. But anyway, we can time (laughs) change. Generally, generally speaking. One, you get to be called, like, you have doctor on your license and your passports and your, whatnot. Mm. Do you guys have doctor on yours? Mm,
0: yeah. We, we could. Uh, no, not on
2: my passport.
0: No. We could, but we don't because it's kind of, I don't know, a bit corny, don't you think?
2: And I don't want to get mistaken for an actual doctor. Well, if is, someone's is, is there a doctor here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I can only treat your furry friends. <laughs> well, here's what I want to ask. Say, you know, I'm on a plane. I've been on a plane before. And they asked for any doctors or nurses to come forward for a, a bit of an emergency. Some little girl couldn't breathe. She was fine. I'm not laughing because that <laughs> happened. I'm <laughs> not a horrible <laughs> person. But say, like, you're out on the road and you see a, a bee in distress. No, you see an animal in distress. Mm. Could you do an emergency operation if need be?
0: Mm, if we had the... Equipment. Without
1: teeth. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a scalpel just in the back... Of your car, could you just... We were ev- actually talking about this yesterday.
0: Were you? Yeah, because we went to, um, we were on Bruny Island. Bruny Island. Sorry, Bruny Island. And oh. we saw a roadkill. And then Johnny's like, get out of the car, Louisa. <laughs> I'm like, go and fix it. And it was like Cold Stone dead. And he's like, go and fix it. <laughs> what would be your first plan of attack there? Probably to find a rock that's closest. <laughs> what? Oh, oh. I mean, like, how am I going to fix it? <laughs> Roll over
1: it with the car. If it was stone cold, no rock was required. You probably just should have dug a hole and given it a
2: gracious (laughs) burial.
0: I mean, if it was, no, I meant like if it was. I'm assuming it's
2: already dead, so it's dead. You don't have to do much.
1: Easy, easy solution. (laughs) If it's already
0: flat. So
1: a bad day in a job as a vet is a day when, you know, you can't save an animal. Or you have to put one down. You said you don't like putting cats and dogs down, but people are idiots. Mm. Elaborate.
0: Oh, Addie's probably going to disagree with me in some points, I guess. Please do. <laughs> 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 oh, I just think, oh, it, it's just annoying when people haven't trained their dogs properly. And yeah, I'm sure there's some dogs that are aggressive by nature, but a lot of them can have training and... And yeah, it's not nice when you have a 2-year-old or even a 1-year-old dog that needs to come and be put to sleep because people don't have the time or they haven't put enough time in to fixing those behavioral problems. So that's my opinion. What 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 do you say, Annie?
2: Well, I guess it depends on what what situation they're coming in at with. I guess if they're really really aggressive and and there's a chance that somebody can be hurt by them, then I guess even though that's not their fault, it, it's not a great thing. You know, they're not going to be able to be rehomed even through, you know, your, your animal welfare leagues and your RSVCAs uh, and things like that. So I guess it depends on the situation. Do you mean only ones that are, appear healthy and putting them down, or are you thinking just putting animals down in general? Oh,
0: like, like yeah, I mean, when they're like physically healthy, like they're physically healthy, and mm. then, you know, and then it comes into us and it's not aggressive towards us. And it's like, I mean, I know mm. it, it's circumstantial as well. But, you know, when it comes to see us, we've never seen them before and the dog's are not even aggressive towards us and mm-hmm. they've come and yeah. getting it put to sleep. You really do question, is it really aggressive or are people trying to find an easy way out? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know the answer to that. But
2: Yeah, I don't know. And it's a hard one because, you, you know, for most people, and I guess not not everyone is going to be as emotionally attached to animals as we might be, but it, it should be a hard decision to make. So mm. you like to hope that when they're coming that they, that ha- they have had a really – Hard think about it.
0: Yeah, um, but
2: there aren't any other options. I've certainly had people that have just, you know, been bawling their heart out, and it's for the same reason. But they just don't want to do it, but they can't see any other yeah. other way it's out. Nice. And and yeah. and nobody's going to accept it. That's the hard thing is that you you can't rehome an animal that mm. might then injure someone. It's really hard. Yeah. it's not something you want to see. And the the I guess the thing is that you want to um have it. You know if you can, avoid that thing happening before it happens rather than having to deal with it once it's already got all those issues with it.
1: Are you on call? Is someone in need right now? No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, you guys have both been, like, in the industry for a couple of years each. Honestly, because I didn't realise how much this was the case until living with you as my sister, but how much of your weekly work... Involves like how
0: how many animals would you have to put down a week? Is it a big chunk of your job? Um, it varies heaps though. Like some weeks you just seem like you're doing that and that only, and then other mm. weeks
2: you don't see anything. Mm. Oh. I had what did I have the other week? Three hours and I put down four animals. Mm. Oh my god, all any... cats
0: and dogs! Yeah, uh, yeah, they were
2: all, yeah, and they all had reasons, I think. Like mm.
1: them. All right, this is a really hard question and, mm. you know, you guys can answer any way you like. Cats or dogs?
0: <laughs> What's better? Yep. Oh, I can't answer that question. I love both of them. <laughs> I'm so diplomatic. No, I really am. I'm a crazy cat lady, but I also love my dog. So, <laughs> Annie, Annie you,
2: what would you say, Annie? I think dogs. I love cats, but I'd never have one, especially. I always used to think, you know, yeah, I'll have a cat one day, but into working, I'm like, I can't stand the smell of their shit. <laughs> I'm
1: not having a cat. I'm <laughs> oh, not even a metaphor. And you know what? The, and the problem is you can never tell whether they are a girl or a boy, so you don't know yeah, what to exactly. name them. It's, it's a massive issue. <laughs> you, know, you know what I love? Um, so I don't know about you, Annie, because I haven't lived with you and you're not my sister, but um, uh, Louisa here has a tendency to save animals. Um, and how many years have you been a vet? Oh, I've lost count. A couple of years. How many animals have you brought home?
2: Oh, a number. <laughs>
1: Get, come on. Can you start listing what you've brought home? You,
0: saw, you. Me. Oh, me. Yes, you. Um, okay, let's start at the beginning. All right. First year of vet. <laughs> I think I got Lewis, my cat. Yep. Um, I got. You saved him from. I saved him from being euthanized. Yep. I got Alfie, the budgie. <laughs> I got. How do you? Why was there the a why, why was there a spare budgie just hanging um, around? Um, the other vet's dog had it in its mouth. Okay, all and right. he got an injured foot, so okay. I didn't want to put it all to right, sleep. So there's a the dog. There's the budgie. Yep. And Then there was the lamb that someone <laughs> brought in. Yep. And I, yeah, I bottle fed that and then took it home. <laughs> um.
1: Yep. Oh no, I think um
0: And then the dog oh, I had lots of dogs that I um like I looked after during the year. I didn't keep them but I looked after them, I took them home.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a you had Joey. A husky, didn't you? What's that? Was there a husky one? Yeah, that there you was kept a husky. A yeah,
0: there was a husky. And then I had a Kelpie that I took home to trial and then she did it didn't make it, it didn't work out. So um we sent her to one of the working dog um rescue companies in Adelaide. Yeah. Um and then I got my own dog, but that was off my own back. Okay. I right. wanted a dog, so I got her. Um, I reckon that's about it. That's about it.
2: it. What oh, about right. you, Addy? How, yeah.
1: how many animals live at your house because you've saved them? <laughs>
2: Not too many. Normally, <laughs> I normally save birds and things like that and then take them home to my parents after about have, having them for probably about a month and then just farm them off to them. So,
0: <laughs> that's what I've done. That's exactly what Louise is. Luckily
2: both your parents live on farms. <laughs> it does make it a lot simpler having having the space to have them. But now. No, I, generally I haven't taken too many at home and, and I guess a lot of them die as well, which is a bit sad when you do take them well, home. because yours are birds that, though. Yeah. They
0: don't, you know.
2: Birds aren't the toughest species around. So, yeah.
1: well, What I'm hearing is Louisa gets too emotionally attached to all of her, her patients. <laughs>
0: now,
1: Annie, I don't know Maybe. about you, but Louisa always tells me.
0: <laughs>
1: well, what are you going <laughs> to say? Knows I'm, I'm,
0: I don't know what you're going She says with.
1: she likes her patients, but she doesn't like their owners often. Is Are you in the same boat? <laughs> It's not a lot often without
2: them sometimes. Yes.
1: Thank <laughs> you. What did Thank you say? You. It's easier.
2: It's simpler sometimes if you just got to do whatever you wanted, but you have to, you know, you have to discuss with what their outcomes are as well as the costs and things like that.
1: How do you, you communicate that... with your patients, guys? <laughs> 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 what animal was that? How many monkeys <laughs> come through your clinic? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just <laughs> you're a nut job. <laughs> you are a nut job. <laughs> um. Oh, can I quickly ask? So I know you guys studied together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And was it true? Whoever wants to tell this story, that there was a girl who was allergic to animal hair.
0: Mm-hmm. Was it
1: animal? What mm-hmm. was she? Who? How did she get past it? Like what? You did you ever story, talk to? Her? Yeah. I
0: think
2: it was. You know who it was. She has antihistamines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was no, she no, allergic no, to? No, she got she got desensitized. I won't name her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah she was allergic, particularly thing was horse hair and cat hair, I reckon. And um, every time she used to touch them, she'd have to take an antihistamine to, have, to, like, to, to touch the animal. But during the process of going to uni, she was actually getting desensitized to it. So she was having injections to stop her from being so allergic.
1: Did you talk to and, her about like why she chose, I just love that she chose a career in vet science when she was allergic to some of the, you know, prime animals she'd be working with.
0: It's a challenge, I guess. Did you talk to her about it?
2: I don't know if she knew she was allergic to horses until well, she, she got to uni mm-hmm. anyway. And now she doesn't work with horses, so mm. that's quite helpful at least. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. What is the craziest patient you've had? Like craziest, whether it was the most amazing mm. or the most scary or the most
0: memorable patient you've each had? Mine was a baby wombat. Must be so. Yeah. Who was it? It was just a, a wildlife and it had a little staple, it had a staple stuck in its esophagus. And so Ooh. I was able to endosco- endoscopically, Is that the right whatever right? you say, I'm going to believe. Is you. that right? Annie? endoscopically removed it from its esophagus. Like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah that's right. How did you find, who, who was it a pet? Although um, oh, someone was looking after it and I don't even know how they knew I had swallowed it. I don't really understand how they did it, but we did an XR and we saw it. And so I ended up getting it out, which was kind of cool. Cool. What about you, Annie? What did you, what have you done? That's pretty cool.
2: Um, I have to go to a consult.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Are you serious?
2: Yeah. It's just being booked in. Well, you run. You run. Yes. Yeah, so you can call me back in a little while if you want to continue.
1: Well, this is like, this is cool. What are you you're doing? Your job. That's fine. Good luck.
2: Um, bye.
1: <laughs> so at this point, we thought we'd just abandon the podcast for a bit, let Annie save an animal, we'd get back to it. Turns out it was a little bit more serious than she thought, so uh, she couldn't come back. So we finish off without her, but thanks, Annie, anyway. That got that got serious. That got serious real quick. It does. That's what happens in our job. We can't say anything because there's, there's client confidentiality. Yeah. But she has to stay with that client right now. Mm-hmm. Is it a dog? It is a dog. Okay. That's, That's all, all we can, we can say. say. Yeah, exactly. That's all we can oh. say. Uh, how is it annoying being on call?
0: Not annoying. That's not the right word. It's an inconvenience. It's a bitch, to be honest. <laughs> like, oh, it's annoying. Like, you can't, um, you can't plan anything. And then when you do plan something, then you get called out. And I mean, it's fair enough. You're on call. You shouldn't plan things. But, you know, even, even a simple thing, just taking the dog for a walk. That minute you take the lead out, you're five minutes from home and you get a call. And it's like, I haven't had a hot call all day. And the minute I take the dog to a call. Like your dog. Yeah, Yeah. my dog. The minute you
1: do something for yourself.
0: Yeah. yep. Mm. Or even baking a cake. You can't even bake a cake. Like I did that once. I started baking muffins and I had to turn the oven off (laughs) midway between cooking those muffins. And obviously it's not going to rise properly. That was really frustrating because I love food and like to ruin my food. (laughs) How inconvenient. I know. Were the muffins ruined? I think so. I can't really recall that, but I'm sure they would have been. But did you save a puppy that day? (sighs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) My muffins were shit. <laughs> if you could winch out one thing, what would it be? Short
1: sure people have umbrellas and they poke me in the eye. Does that really happen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't eat banana bread because it's got all the gluten in it and it makes my tummy sore. Our car is way too expensive. I To winch, but And your course of study This is the part of the podcast
0: where you get to nominate a whinge of the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who would you like to nominate? It's all those people that are whinging about the changing of flavours in the pizza shapes.
1: Oh, and barbecue shapes. Yeah, I mean, like seriously. I I haven't bought a box of deliciously (laughs) flavoured biscuits because I know that they're not helping my waistline, Mm. but... They've, they've changed the recipe or something.
0: Yeah, I haven't tried them myself either, but seriously, come on. They're just barbecue shapes. Like, they're bad for you anyway. <laughs> just stop whinging. Although, barbecue shapes
1: were pretty good.
0: Yeah, they were, but there's worse things in life than the changing of flavors of a barbecue shape. Like, yeah,
1: like imagine if you found out they was sprinkling arsenic on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then complain.
1: Then I'd be worried. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave the anecdote that did involve, um, <laughs> did you hear about the time I was living in a, I won't say, a town of WA. Totally missed Fast food outlet. Oh. Someone got angry at their boss, sprinkled up. No, it wasn't <gasps> arsenic. It was, um. No, arsenic's pretty toxic. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> wasn't arsenic. It was something else that's white and makes you sick. Cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't cocaine either. White. What was it? Kids started getting sick. Oh, what's white? And can There's kid- lots of things that are white. It was talcum powder. There was talcum powder on the <laughs> chips. Caustic soda. Oh, wow. Anyway, off the topic. Uh, <laughs> to the people that have been whinging about barbecue shapes, changing their flavour. Just, just get over it. Just get over it. Yeah. Um, and a big shout out to Arnix. We love you.
0: <laughs> you make good Tim Tams. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't you change the Tim <laughs> Tam
0: flavour and we'll all be fine. <laughs>
1: All right. um, Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you to Annie. Mm -hmm. And good luck to the dog that she had to
0: run off and save. Mm. Hope all is good. It's so cold. Well, you know, things happen. Oh, God. The life of a vet. I can't be positive because it might not end up being positive. You're supposed to be positive. (laughs) I'm a realist. (laughs) That's what vets taught me is to be realistic. And then when good things happen, you're just ecstatic. You're like, yeah. Okay. So I'm
1: going